Greening's thirders. The cycles come and the cycles go. This is inevitable. And yet it does not mean that there is not a randomness to it. Or a non-cycle to the cycles. It is much like your species. You have made errors in the past and you are making errors now and you will, but only if you do not project too far into the distance, make errors to come. But they will not be the same errors. This, apparently, is also inevitable. During a recent probing, one of your generals kept insisting, quite loudly we must admit, that we needed to take into consideration all the positives that your species have been involved with. We would, indeed, do this but the majority of the positives have been for a minority, and a shrinking minority at that. As one of the great poets to come from Mandalore says, this is the way. To illustrate, we look at, Child of Light by Terry Brooks, Null Set by S. L. Huang, The Free Bastards by Jonathan French, and A Practical Guide to Conquering the World by K.J. Parker. Child of Light by Terry Brooks, published by Del Rey, $28, 369 pages. This has nothing to do with Shannara. Just so you know. No robots either so calm your minds. This is about a young woman, kept as a slave by orcs who manages to escape, meets an elf, and discovers that she has powers and a history that is not only complex but tied to the elves and the humans who are selling their own children. If this seems a bit of a jumble, it is. This falls into your premise that a society will do anything for an immigrant who wanders into their territory for no good reason whatsoever, including putting themselves at genocidal risk. Just like the majority of your current societies and countries. No, we kid. It also falls into the if only they would talk to each other category. There is also the typical wizard, very powerful but not really willing to be very helpful except for often commenting that things are not being done correctly. We did finish it, which says something, but we had to alter our credulity a few times in the process. We are sure there will be more to follow as that is the way of these things. Null set by S.L. Huang, published by Tor, $27.99, 316 pages. This is the follow-up to Huang's zero-sum game and is a Cass Russell novel in that she is the main character. As many other main characters Russell does not communicate well and much of her issues are of her own making. Granted she was involved with a group of do-gooder telepaths who had a pretty low moral bar when it came to tinkering with the world. And her best friend is a psychopath religious hitman. And she's offed more than a few folks all on her own. And she is teamed up with an ex-cop and an ex-money launderer so it's all pretty easy for her to find trouble or to be in situations where trouble finds her. She is also not really her, having had her mind tinkered with in a number of ways, although those who know will not tell her how or why just that it's for her own good. As if that ever made anyone feel better. Russell comes up with a way to slightly modify the way folks in the Los Angeles area think as a means to end crime. But, see telepaths above, there are some ethical issues here. Things go awry and while there are no robots there is mayhem galore. We enjoyed it a great deal and if you like the first one you will do so with this one. A third is coming. Do you see a pattern? The Free Bastards by Jonathan French, published by Del Rey, $28.99, 540 pages. This is the third and final, ha, of this set. I suppose we will see. This one ties things up, sort of kind of, or, at the very least it addresses most of the issues raised in the previous two, sort of kind of. One thing we can all agree on is that your species has many issues. We would like to say that since the protagonists of this are orcs, half-orcs to be precise, that it addresses human foibles and frailties in new ways. It is, however, more like following a group of your frat boys on spring break. Not that this is not interesting. We clearly liked it enough to read all three of these. And we finished this one as well. 
If you are looking for something where every single individual has multiple and major problems then this is your cup of tea. No one seems to like anyone else with one or two exceptions and that makes things interesting for sure. And there are multiple species involved as well, orc, humans, elves, halflings, and the half parts of all of the above so it's a rich group. There is also wizards and centaurs. The wizards do wizard things, which is basically to not do much except direct others to go here and there for no apparent reason and then to nod knowingly when everyone returns. The centaurs are evil and only gallop on when a dose of evil is needed. Like we said, it's interesting and does keep one moving forward. A Practical Guide to Conquering the World by K.J. Parker, published by Orbit, $17.99, 350 pages. This is another third in a set. Seems like the thing these days. Are you still capable of doing things that are full and complete all on their own? And we do not mean filling your oceans with garbage. This follows a translator whose entire race is wiped out but who manages, with a little luck, to keep his head about him. Along the way he falls in with the right and wrong people, foments a couple of wars, negotiates a ceasefire, manages to convince a collection of tribes to join together and battle a much larger neighbor, becomes a mystic, has a lot of interesting adventures, and more or less manages to run into pieces from the first two in this set even though they seemed, at the beginning, to be very disparate. Did we mention that he creates a religion that has an entire city built around it? We greatly enjoyed the first two in this set and we have to admit to greatly enjoying this one as well although our credulity was a bit stretched here and there. Still, it was extremely well put together and entirely robot-free. We will keep our eyes out for more in this vein. You should partake now so that you can too. More cycles come and go and yet you remain. Why it is almost as if the universe revolved around you. Ha, we made a funny. You are out in one of the galactic arms and you rotate so fast that if the physics stopped for even a second you would find yourself in a black hole nine galaxies away. Pretty much nothing revolves around you. Get used to it. It is one of the requirements of universal membership, this recognition that you are an insignificant piece of the cosmos. We have no doubt that you will never get that far, even assuming you survive the great resignation which takes place right after the great cometclism. Time for us to head out once more. But we won't go far. We can't. We have 15 more cycles to complete before we can submit our thesis. And, as one of your philosophers was heard to say coming out of the beach commode, hey, that was a lot of paper. Eyes to the skies humans. You just never know.